Welcome to Garbage and Gold, the podcast that is boldly boisterous, dripping with debates, and wickedly witty. I'm Lisa. And I'm Lindsay. Each week, we pick the worst and the best of a certain topic, and then we present our ideas for each other and for you listeners. Then you all have the ability to weigh in on who you agree with more and share your picks with us. We will give you more information about how you can do that at the end of the show. But before we dive into our topic for this week's episode, we're going to hit the recap and poll results from last week's episode. Lisa, the results are in for our State Fair Foods episode. Would yes. you Would you like to hear them? I'm just feeling real good about it. I just have a feeling. In the competition between my garbage... <laughs> yes. Stop looking at me like that. <laughs> Stop looking at me. <laughs> no, you're looking at me like beaming as though... Yeah. Okay. In the competition between our garbage options, my garbage yeah. option of corn on the cob and yours yeah. of candy apples, taffy apples whatever yep. caramel apples all the app yeah all the apples with the stuff on it you do win yeah you they're do. awful they're awful um, corn on the cob is not great either and yeah okay no. so you won garbage way to go okay and then okay. In the- <laughs> that was the most sincere congratulations i've ever gotten in my life thank you so much <laughs> i am so glad that you won in the showdown for our gold options my uh-huh. gold option of a fried candy bar, quintessential mm-hmm. fair food. Yep. And yours of a funnel cake. You shut me out. You won <laughs> again. So that is, that's a Lisa Sweet. cakes are so good. Yep. Yum. Congratulations. <laughs> it's because you hate state fairs, I think. I will say. If I'm going to lose an episode, I'm, I'm okay state losing fair. the episode okay of the place I never go and the food I don't the eat. The state fair foods. Yeah. yeah. You're okay. Yep. Feel good yeah, about it. You're good there. Yeah. You're good. Wonderful. I love it. <laughs> yes. So Lisa, uh, yeah. the victor. Yes. Thank feeling you. Feeling good. Yeah. I'm feeling super great. <laughs> thank you. Do you have any listener comments you would like to share? I do. I have a couple. The first one is there were quite a few people who were in our business about not choosing corn dogs okay. as a gold. What? Yeah. What? And the, well, they're called pronto pups at the Minnesota State Fair. I don't know about everywhere, right. but they're called pronto pups there. And corn dogs are fine. They're fine. But it's like, mm. I'm, I like corn dogs. I'm fine with a corn dog. Yeah, but I think a, a pronto pup at the State Fair, this is going to get me in trouble. I'm going to lose next week too because of Probably. this statement. Yeah. The yeah. fair corn dogs are just as good as the ones you can buy at the grocery store and make in your own oven. Oh, see, I don't, I don't agree with that. Well, maybe it's because I never eat a fair one. I'll only eat the ones that you cook in your oven. <laughs> I also kind of have a thing. I only like to eat mini corn dogs because I feel like the corn dogs that you get on a stick taste like the stick. Not a huge fan. Yeah, of that. it's true. Yeah, yeah, you feel like you can taste the wood yeah. in it, and I'm not interested in that. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, people seem to like them. So sorry, everybody, we did not pick those, and we still are not picking those apparently. Oh. Um, and the other thing is from fact checker Colby, the the butter princess, which we talked about last time. Mm. A, a princess head carved out of butter. They get to take that home at the end of the fair. They get to I will have you know that was shared in the staff Snapchat. So, okay, it was okay. Good, yes. good, 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 good. The staff Snapchat. We got to get the ideas in. We're gonna have to rename it now. There. Yeah, we gotta get the ideas in turn in there. Right. That's right. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's exciting. Yeah, <laughs> conduct all of our employee business in there. 
That makes all, me really happy. All our employee business. <laughs> all our employees. Weird updates about butter princesses. It's fine. <laughs> Fact checker Colby is a queen and I appreciate her. Our ideas in terms yes. was knocking it out of the park, I will say. But, Not mad at either of those staff choices. <laughs> but has Colby, the fact checker, been carved out of butter? No, she has not. Yet. yet. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. That's our. She's got a lot of life ahead of her. Well, and that's our staff anniversary party. <laughs> <laughs> but you're going to do it. Lindsay's going to be the one yeah, carving your face Obviously. out of butter. <laughs> All right. Before you do that, though, mm-hmm. can you please tell us what your listener comments I are? I don't have any. Week? I have to figure out how to carve butter. <laughs> Everything is canceled until I can do this. <laughs> my life is on hold. Okay, so yeah. my my listener comment. For uh, real. For real. Is Ariel Johnson on Twitter tweeted us a picture of fried pickles with ranch potato chips? Yeah. Saying, look, it's chips and state fair food mixed together. But my favorite mm-hmm. part is she added, they're not that bad. So <laughs> if for a ringing endorsement... <laughs> For those fried pickles with ranch potato chips, they're not that bad. Not that bad. They're not that bad. Oh, cool. All right. <laughs> so, That's good enough for me. So thanks, Ariel. <laughs> I'll get right on that. I would try those, though. Oh, I totally I love would try those. I love fried yeah. pickles with ranch. All right. Now let's get on to the show. Today's topic is movie sequels, and we yeah. are specifically going after the second movie. So don't come after at us with the third movie, the fourth movie, the eighteenth movie, whatever it is. We're right. looking specifically at the second movie. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Lisa, <laughs> I'm sure that you have some research for us for this. I do. What I did was um, because obviously everybody knows what a movie is and what the second movie would <laughs> What's be. A movie. <laughs> Don't you think if people don't know what a movie is, they're definitely not listening to a podcast? Not listening to a podcast. For <laughs> sure, no. So, like Lindsay said, we're going for literally the second movie in a franchise. So what I did was I looked up a list of film sequels that outgrossed their predecessors. So mm. this is only North American, so United States and Canada, not worldwide totals. And it has not been adjusted for inflation. So is this like, like that's a lot of times or just opening weekends? It just says they're North American grosses, so I would assume it's all time. Okay. There's no way okay. these numbers are opening weekend. Yeah, this is all time. Finally, the number one all time sequel that outgrossed its predecessor, the original, The Boondock Saints, the sequel that outgrossed it, Boondock Saints 2, All Saints Day, came out in 2009. <laughs> you know why that is, because no one went to see The Boondock Saints, and then everyone watches it in their college dorm room and shows exactly. everyone else. Exactly. And exactly. all those people then went to the movie. Exactly. It was a, it became a cult classic for sure. For sure. And mm-hmm. then, so it was also, Troy Duffy did both films, which I think was a big deal. Had the original actress for both films, all that stuff. And Boondock Saints is super good. No one saw it in the theater. You're correct, because I'm looking at the totals for what it grossed. No one went. Um, not even their family, I don't think, went. So that was not cool <laughs> of them. But the percentage increase, 33,615% oh increase. <laughs> so the original oh grossed gosh. about 30,000. Then wow. the remake was ten million two hundred seventy-three thousand. So yeah, it's a, it's a jump. Lindsay, what is the garbage sequel for you? The movie that mm. came second that should never have been a thing. Uh, my garbage movie sequel is Grease Two. Oh, 
That is some garbage. That is some hot garbage. Yes. Yep. So Grease 2 was released in 1982. uh, And it is Michelle Pfeiffer's star making role. It was. Yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer and I are birthday twins. Not fully, obviously. She's not the same age as me, (laughs) but we're birthday twins. Yeah, no, you are much younger than her. Okay, great. That's right. I am. Um, but Grease 2 was the follow-up to the movie Grease, shockingly mm-hmm. enough, which mm-hmm. was the highest grossing musical of all time. Right. So the plot, according to Rotten Tomatoes, I would like you to know all my information for this episode does come from Rotten Tomatoes and IMDB. I love, I love Thank that. you. Mm-hmm. Thank you, RT and IMDB. Mm-hmm. Here's the plot. Yes. It's 1961. And Stephanie Zanoni... I don't know. Michelle Pfeiffer <laughs> is the tough leader of the Pink Ladies, while Michael mm. Carrington, played by Maxwell Colfield, is yeah. a clean-cut British exchange student. Michael likes Stephanie, but the Pink Ladies' bylaws prevent her from dating guys who aren't members of the T-Birds, their affiliated oh, male no. gang. However... Yeah. When a Zorro-like masked Avenger on a motorcycle rescues Stephanie from a gang of ill-mannered toughs, she's eager to get to know the hero with the cool wheels. Any guesses as to who he might be? I don't even care. I like (laughs) even hearing that. I'm like, I'm gonna pass. Like that could be, that could be like an episode of a TV show. I'm still gonna be like, I'm good. (laughs) Yeah, uh, yeah. It it did terribly in the box office. I didn't even mm. look up numbers um, yep. because it's garbage and who wants to spend time on that? Right. There's a few reasons why it is garbage. First, I think it's just missing the magic of Olivia Newton-John and John Travolta. Absolutely. Only one like original pink lady or T-Bird was even from the first ep- first movie into the second. And yeah. that was um, Frenchie. She's the only one who showed up between the two movies. The second reason why the plot is dumb a masked avenger even if you haven't seen this movie just the overview tells you all you need to know that you don't want to go see it and you know you Mm -hmm. know who the masked avenger is yeah it is the british guy who's apparently sandy's from the original movie's cousin you know that he's the masked Avenger. You know that he's just trying to get with Stephanie mm-hmm. by wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. Don't wear masks, people. Yeah. The Grease 2 is basically the original movie just like redone and not redone well. Also, like the main plot of the movie is that Stephanie, who's this tough chick, won't date Michael because she only likes bad boys. Like, could it be any more cliche? Like, just, right. oh, no, I got to change so that she will like me. It is basically the first movie just redone. And it's so cliche for the tough girl to only want to date tough guys. Yes. So it dumb. Mm-hmm. And it reinforces that ideal for women that bad boys are amazing. Like, mm-hmm. why not go for the good guys? Let's do more movies where the good guy wins. Because there yeah. are lots of good guys in the world who are, like, running into that thing of, like, I only like bad boys. Stop yes. it. Yes. Stop it. Grow up. Yes, Grow up and date please. a good guy, Stephanie. Please. <laughs> and then the ultimate sign that this thing is garbage. There were apparently two more movies planned after this. Oh. And this movie was so poorly received that the last two mm. were scrapped. Apparently, one of those scrapped scripts actually became the script for High School Musical. That's that. the rumor. Okay. Well, 
they did good on that then because yeah. that went somewhere. But it also went Disney Channel, not major market <laughs> studio, which yeah, was a good choice. Cast, but they cast Zac Efron and that was They did. And the director of Grease 2, who was the choreographer on the original Grease movie, Patricia oh. Birch. This was okay. her first time directing a movie oh. and she didn't direct another one. Oh, sorry, one and Patricia. Done. Yeah. Oof. So it killed a franchise, killed, killed a career. It. Killed the crew. I got got Michelle Pfeiffer out there, but you know what? She would have been out there anyway. Let's be honest. I know it was just a matter of time. Yeah, yeah. She's she's a queen. Yeah, it would have happened no matter what. So Mm. I think that's the issue sometimes with sequels is there's a magic, and even if the original cast returns and it stays in the same world, it doesn't necessarily happen again. Right. Like it's it's actually a huge risk I think to do a sequel. Yes, I agree with you. The only thing is you have the name recognition from the first exactly. Exactly. That's it. So that's it's your only advantage. Yep. Yep. So it's a moneymaker almost mm-hmm. always without being quality. Yes. I mean, look at your list from earlier. Hello, Boondock Saints 2. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. That's Who a good garbage. I knew Boondock Saints 2 was a thing. I did. I remember it being a big deal, mm-hmm. but I also was one of those people that watched it in a college dorm like a hundred times. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I remember. <laughs> okay, good. I'm glad. And it was after Norman Reedus had been back with The Walking Dead, so he kind of got some more star recognition. Mm, that does help. All right, so that's my garbage. Grease yeah. two. Let's yeah. hear Lisa. What is your garbage? Yeah, my garbage. Uh, I would like to give a shout out to before I forget to the sequel to Jurassic park because jurassic park was the only good of those <laughs> originals i do like the new ones but yeah oof jurassic park 2 is n- not good not <laughs> I, I not even good think i saw it don't please don't it will just disappoint <laughs> you it's not right. not good so anyway yeah. that's an honorable mention for me but the one i chose the one that is the most garbage of all the garbage of sequels speed 2 Ooh, that's that is a good one. So first we'll talk about speed. And this is from IMDb. It's a 1994 film where a young police officer must prevent a bomb from exploding on board a city bus. And the bus has to keep its speed of uh, above 50 miles per hour. So it has Keanu Reeves, Sandra Bullock and Dennis Hopper, who is like a really great cast. It's mm-hmm. action and adventure and adrenaline and 90s in a nutshell. Plus the chemistry between Keanu and Sandra is amazing. It's so it's good. F- fantastic movie it's It's speed is so so good so good and it was so different than anything else coming out at the time and it was like all it wasn't like a single shot but a lot of it was like taken in that bus and so you just have that intensity of that and then yeah just their back and forth was so 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 good is this keanu's first like out of Bill and Ted into like I could see that I don't know for sure I could see that though because it was 1994 so yeah, yeah I would guess it's probably pretty close but I, I will tell you there's no matrix movies without speed yeah. that is for sure yeah definitely put him on the map yeah so now to speed two also from imdb a 1997 film this is described by a user rcs0411 at yahoo.com he did such a good job doing the recaps so i'm just using it so thank you person a computer hacker breaks into the computer system of a cruise liner and sets it speeding on a collision course into a gigantic oil tanker so if you're thinking this is just speed on the water you're right Mm -hmm. you are right that's exactly what this is even the tagline of the movie says so the tagline for speed was get ready for rush hour this one says rush hour hits the water Ugh. yeah not great we should have known from the tagline 
Annie Porter, who was played by Sandra Bullock, comes back for this one. Um, she and Keanu kiss in the first movie. Things don't work out for them because Keanu did not sign up for Speed 2, so they have to kind of do that. So anyway, she dated him for a while, breaks up with him. She starts dating a new guy named Alex, who was a cop, but he told her that he does a mundane assignment. But she eventually learns that he's in the same unit and puts himself in danger all the time, and she can't handle that. I know. I know. So then he decides to perp- to surprise her with a cruise she agrees to go and he's going to propose to her but he starts to notice another passenger acting peculiar and he can't help but try to find out what's up with him so anyway it turns out that the computer hacker's on there and he's trying to get the cruise liner to go to an oil tanker i don't know whatever it's dumb so (laughs) (laughs) they essentially like grease too they tried to just redo speed but it's like you already know the thing yeah. You know the thing already. You can't right. just redo it. So they, the, here's why it's garbage. They tried to recreate the excitement of a high speed chase, but with a cruise ship, like. Uh, cruise ships are known for their speed. <laughs> <laughs> and the plot is somehow driven around a relationship we didn't see from the first one mixed with a, another one we didn't see from this one. They're already in a relationship when we get there. Yeah. And we're supposed to care about either yeah. of those. Like, they base a lot of this on their relationship. It's like, we don't know either of your relationships because we haven't seen it. And don't you think, like, watching a relationship start is way more interesting than being yes. plopped down in the middle of a relationship? Yes, yes. Like, you're at you your most boring care. when yes. the relationship is established. Yes, everybody's settled. Every- yeah. Everybody's comfortable. I don't want that. Oh. No, I don't want that at all. Mm-mm. Yeah, I'm not invested in any, literally anybody. And then you put them in a situation that does not have any sort of adrenaline going. And it's like, mm, nope, no. I will say I'm invested in Sandra Bullock because I love her. She's a wonderful human. She's I am a, a big fan. Human. I am a big fan. I think she made a bad choice here. But you know mm-hmm. what? We all have. We've all been mm-hmm. there. I get it. Hey, I don't, it I don't hate her 90s, for it. man. Speed 2, it's cliche. It's dumb. It's a waste of time. And it just makes you mad. It could have just stopped there because it was so good. But then when you try to recreate that, mm, no. Mm-hmm. No, it's not no, good. it's not good. That is a that was actually going to be my choice, and then I saw <laughs> that you had chosen it. So it's a good choice. Thank it you. Is, Rush Hour good. hits the water. Like it, it doesn't even. If it were like speedboats, like okay, right now we're talking because right. that's fast. We're cruise ships are not. Fast. I feel like there's speedboats in it, aren't there? Well, yeah, but that's not where like the chase is. The chase yeah. is the cruise ship. <laughs> and the thing with speed is that there's like traffic and so she's like having to keep the bus speed up and not hit anything right so uh, but like on the water it's like there's a lot of space so you don't have that same sort of like oh my gosh is she gonna do it it's like we're just gonna go drive around and in circles for six hours until we're out of gas and then we'll be fine (laughs) except like a cruise ship is not one that you can like easily maneuver so she's really just gonna go straight yeah, just forever. Just yeah. indefinitely. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's dumb. By the time she gets that thing turned, she'll have run out of gas. That's right. And then, hey, look, the movie's over. All right. <laughs> Thanks for coming, everybody. <laughs> so, yeah, speed speed two. Garbage. Okay, so those are the Garbo choices for movie sequels. What are, or you might have some honorable mentions, but what is, oh, wonderful. Okay, so what are your golds, honorable mentions, and then your ultimate gold sequel of hmm. movies? So my honorable mentions, one of them is Godfather 2, and I will admit, I haven't seen the Godfather movies. I am such a bad movie watcher at the moment because my attention span is too low. Mm. Like, I'm just like, mm-hmm. 
Like I have other things to do. Yeah. For those of you who are like yelling at me, I get it. And I will watch mm-hmm. the Godfather movies. But Godfather 2 is universally accepted as better than the original movie. Yeah. So that's uh-huh. my honorable mention. Uh-huh. And it's yeah. the reason I didn't pick it as my gold is I haven't actually seen it. I've read the plots. So I understand. Mm-hmm. But. Mm-hmm. Um, the other is Born Supremacy. I love Ooh. the Born trilogy a lot. Uh-huh. The Born Supremacy uh-huh. takes what happens in the Born identity and just like magnifies it. Mm-hmm. And Captain America Winter Soldier. Seriously, that was on that my short list too. Yeah, that was on yeah. my short list. Mm-hmm. That's a good mm-hmm. one. So those are my honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. But my gold choice is The Dark Knight. Ooh. Mm-hmm. The Dark Knight is the 2008 follow-up to Batman Begins, mm-hmm. which was released in 2005 and was the original Christopher Nolan reimagining of the Batman world. So Batman and the good guys are cleaning up the city. They are rounding up all the criminals in Gotham City until a mysterious and sadistic criminal mastermind known as the Joker appears. And with it comes all kinds of chaos. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Batman's struggle with the Joker becomes deeply personal, forcing him to confront everything he believes and improve his technology to stop him. Mm-hmm. So the cast of The Dark Knight includes Christopher Bale, Michael Caine, Aaron Eckhart, and rest in peace, Heath Ledger. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so some reasons why it's gold. I really mm-hmm. love this movie. Way outperformed yep. Batman Begins. And I think yep. partly because everyone was like, oh, Batman Begins is good. Like, we want to see this new one. So its box office was $533 million. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It made more money than Batman Begins' entire domestic run in only six days of release. Like, it's bonkers Mm -hmm. Um, and it was the first comic book movie to reach the one billion dollar mark worldwide second though the plot is so bleak and fascinating and scary and like you really are like i don't know if batman wins in this one yeah in a way that you usually you're like oh the hero wins in this one you're like yeah i don't know it just seems so obvious yeah 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 yeah. Mm really do i find a comic book movie actually scary this one is yeah this one's scary. Not like yeah. in a like horror movie kind of way, but in a like mm. deeply twisted psychological what is going on kind of way. This movie's scary. Yep. Yep. The story is so, so good. And this world that Christopher Nolan has had created in Batman Begins just gets better in mm-hmm. The Dark Knight. All the great yep. things about Batman Begins are only better in this movie. Third reason why it's gold is Christopher Nolan, the writer, yeah. director, producer. I'm going to tell you a little secret. He's good at making movies. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard this about him before. <laughs> yeah. This newsflash. Um, he wrote and directed the movies Memento. Oh, my yep. gosh. I still don't understand that movie. And I've read about oh, it online so many times. Brilliant. The Prestige. I would say Prestige. Prestige is one of the best movies of all time of yeah. anything ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Inception. Mm-hmm. I love that movie. Yep. Interstellar, and then these Batman movies. Mm-hmm. And then the final reason why this movie is gold is all of the performances in this movie are incredible. And, like, they replaced Katie Holmes with Maggie Gyllenhaal, and that was a very wise choice, Christopher Nolan. Um, but the performance of Heath Ledger as the Joker mm. 
is mm-hmm. the reason why this is my gold. Heath Ledger was apparently originally in discussion to be Batman for Batman Begins. And he and Christopher Nolan had a meeting where they both agreed he was not right for the part. But okay. uh, Christopher Nolan decided that he would be perfect as the Joker. And when he was mm. asked the reason why, Nolan simply replied, because he's fearless. Mm. Heath Ledger's posthumous best actor in a supporting role oscar win marks mm-hmm. the first time an academy award had been awarded in a major category to a comic book movie mm. mm-hmm. his performance won pretty much every award for that whole award season except like two mm-hmm. that it was nominated for Heath ledger died seven months before this movie was released and the rumor was and still is that he went so method for this movie that he was struggling to let go of that joker character mm-hmm. and it ended up haunting him for the rest of his his short life so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just a beautiful incredible performance yep. from Heath ledger surrounded yep. by equally excellent performances it's yep. a good movie it's better than batman begins mm-hmm. and batman so begins was really good yeah yeah because Batman and Joker is such a classic, obviously, like mm-hmm. that idea. Everybody, and especially if you don't even watch Batman, you know the Joker. Like everybody knows right. that. So Batman Begins, I think, was smart for Nolan to go with Raja Ghoul because it was just a different, people don't know a lot about him. And so it yeah. kind of set that world apart of like, you know, where Batman came from. And he's like, you know, all that stuff. And I thought that was really dope. And Raja Ghoul is my favorite Batman mm-hmm. villain. So that was good for me. But yeah, going then to the joker and all of that because it's like how they've done the joker so many times how are they going to do this and it was like so good it was so 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 good like you he was an unreliable narrator which is my one of my favorite devices ever but yeah yeah, you don't really know where he's coming from or why he's doing things and like alfred says like some people just want to watch the world burn and that's like the scariest thing of all it's like he doesn't even necessarily have a motive besides wanting it it's like oof Heath ledger's portrayal is so different it's so yes. different than jack nicholson's but yes like even the makeup but it's just enough of a nod to it that yes if you have that in your head yep you make the jump but we can mm-hmm. escape this conversation lisa yes what is your gold sequel yeah 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 my gold sequel honorable mention to aliens which mm. is the follow-up to alien which is so good that so good like very close to like the titles are a little too close that's kind of the whole problem with the Alien franchise, if I'm honest. But yeah, it's super, it's super good. It's so, 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 so good. Sigourney Weaver. And the, what the, the best part about that is that they brought back all of like the, the actors or whatever. And just mm-hmm. the consistency was super good with that. And same director and all that stuff. So anyway, honorable yes. mention to Aliens. My gold of all time. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to even talk about this <laughs> is Lord of the Rings, the two towers. Mm. Mm. <laughs> It's Lindsay's already like getting other things to do <laughs> so she doesn't have to listen to me I, I just know I'm gonna be here for three hours so <laughs> thought I'd fill some time no it is a good one it's a good one but but let me let me know why oh I would love to okay so starting with the first movie in the Lord of the Rings series Fellowship of the Ring sets the stage for the entire epic and Lord of the Rings is based on a book series by J.R.R. Tolkien. The movies were directed by Peter Jackson, and they span from 2001 to 2003. From IMDb, a meek hobbit from the Shire and eight companions set out on a journey to destroy the powerful One Ring and save Middle-earth from the Dark Lord, Sauron. Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Rings, was amazing. It takes this 
dense, rich world building that nerds everywhere adored and casual moviegoers absorbed because it was done so well. So how could, how could anything measure up to that? Mm. My darling, meet Lord of the Rings, the two towers. So continuing the plot of the Fellowship of the Ring, the film intercuts three storylines, which I think is definitely a smart move because there's so much going on. So Frodo and Sam are the hobbits continuing their journey to destroy the ring. And then there's the human, the elf and the dwarf. They come to a a war torn nation of Rohan and they get hooked up with the wizard before doing this epic battle, which I'll get to in a minute. And then the other two hobbits, they escape and they meet Treebeard the Ent and they plan an attack on Isengard. So there's three different plots in this narrative that are kind of advancing together and it's all culminating really well. So even though there's three different things going on, they all overlap really, really well. It has grossed over $926 million worldwide, making it the highest grossing film of 2002 and the fourth highest grossing film of all time. It's widely regarded as one of the greatest and most influential fantasy films ever. Why Lord of the Rings Two Towers is gold. It takes those three important storylines and weaves them together to advance the plot of the entire story. So unlike a lot of sequels or middles of a trilogy, which this is, which can come off as filler or just kind of getting you from point A to point B, this is arguably the most important in the franchise, and it's also the most highly acclaimed of the franchise, too. Everything that happens in this movie matters, but I think one of the main reasons why this movie is gold is because the Battle of Helm's Deep is one of the most thrilling, engaging, breathtaking, like intense pieces of cinema of all time ever, 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 ever. It's so good. And it ushers us into the final part of a trilogy in the very best way because we got answers from the first one and we want more. So it bridges those two perfectly, but it's a beautiful, intense standalone movie. And I should say I do watch the Lord of the Rings series probably once a month still to this day <laughs> oh my god I love it, so it, much. it is it's a it's a good movie i will say i don't think you said you made some comments about it was the most like critically acclaimed i do believe the last one won best actor or not best actor best movie so i don't know that you can say it's the most critically acclaimed it is it's a great movie but yeah it could be i think it's one of those things too where it's like um critics would say this is one of the best so like award wise mm-hmm. you're right so i would say Return of the King maybe did better award wise, but that yeah. could also be as a culmination of the series. But it could, I think it's a hard world to keep up with for the most part, because there's just especially with the three different plot lines, like you do kind of need to know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that, too, as a moviegoer, that the filmmaker, Peter Jackson, takes that source material, which is super dense and rich, but he trusts the viewer to get it. Because I think a lot of times what happens yeah. is in movies, especially fantasy movies or something along those lines like they make it so dumbed down for Mm -hmm. the viewer that you're like i get it like or it just seems so obvious or whatever and these feel like you trust me to invest in this and to care in this and so then i feel like i'm engaging in this on a higher level than just like you spoon feeding it to me yeah i I will say i don't know that he needed all three storylines because i think mary and pippin was a waste it's a lot of time spent on those weird looking trees (laughs) Okay, well, they're Ents, and they also bring down Isengard, which I feel like is a really big deal. I will say- You know what is my favorite? (laughs) You know what is my favorite? Is to poke the nerd in you just enough to to watch you. Like, to watch. It is- It's like I insulted your family history. You just- Okay. Right away, have to (laughs) take take me down. 
All right, Lindsay, so hit us with a recap of the episode and tell our listeners how to vote. You guys can go and vote for our garbage choices. My garbage choice of Grease 2 or Lisa's garbage choice of Speed 2. Maybe it's just, maybe those sequels are also really bad because they don't have like original names. I was thinking that just as you said that. It was like the first one. Now it's the second one. (laughs) (laughs) Watch that same thing again. (laughs) Get creative with those names, people. Anyway, you can vote for those choices using the hashtags Lindsay Garbage or Lisa Garbage. And you can vote for our gold choices, my gold choice of The Dark Knight and Lisa's gold choice of Lord of the Rings Two Towers using the hashtags Lindsay Gold or Lisa Gold on our Instagram and Twitter accounts at Garbage Gold Pod. Please do that because we like to hear what you guys think and we like chatting with you about your choices. Get up in our feeds. Tell us your feels. Other sequels that we missed that are super good or super bad. Tell Mm -hmm. us all about it. Tell us about it. We will share the poll results and our favorite listener comments on next week's episode. And if you haven't done so already, it would be really great if you could head on over to iTunes or wherever it is you listen to us every week and give us a rate, review, and subscribe. We would appreciate that. We appreciate you. Five stars. Come on, people. Um, And then get done with that five-star review and then tell your friends about us because tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell your neighbors, tell your mom. Tell everybody. Your mom misses you. you. Tell her about us. Yeah, call her. (laughs) Call your mom and tell her about how great we are. And then (laughs) join us next week when we deliberate. (laughs) I'm going to call my mom and tell her how great I am. She'll, she'll love it. Anyway, join us next week when we deliberate to the garbage and gold of men's hairstyles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen men before. <laughs> I know what's good. <laughs> Let me be critical of the opposite. That should be good for everybody. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is all time. This is not just recent, right? Yeah. We're doing like classic yeah. every, every hairstyle of ever. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. We got, for this we one. got feelings about I, this. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, got, I got major feelings about it. I'm also we nervous got, about the about the, this one. The Dark Knight first Lord of the Rings Two Towers. Like, yeah. Oh, my God. Good luck. It's like the heaviest hitters ever. That's right, man. Oof. That's right. Oh bringing it it's giving me some anxiety okay great Mm -hmm. all right we better get going we have men to look at (laughs) for their hair for their hair all right guys we'll catch you next time Bye. bye